0: Hello and welcome to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Zach Del Turco. I'm an executive consultant here at the Center for Victory. And today we have Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer. And we're going to be talking about making your weaknesses irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So let's jump right into it. Okay. I
1: actually, before we do that, that yeah. opening was pretty good. Was that pretty good? It was you like that? Yeah, thank so
0: you. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that you can make your weaknesses irrelevant. And I think a lot of people listening to uh, feel the same way. So explain to us how do you make, your weakness is irrelevant. Well, it's a
1: great argument because most of us grow up through life being conditioned that we need to, to work on everything that we're poor at, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not good in that, um, you know, nothing at school. I'm, you know, I like school, but, uh, you know, you go through, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be good at everything. If you don't get A's and B's, then you're somehow not okay. And that's the message that we send. And when you look at the, the great leaders of, uh, of the world, our country of business in their homes, they, they do one thing and they do it really great, right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that they, they have to understand is to you know how how do I what are what are just my regular behaviors, right? You know, I can think that accounting is cool and I appreciate it, right? But I'm not gonna be one. Yeah. Um, I'm not and, and you to understand your passions, you know, what am I passionate about? A lot of times, especially in the work environment will incentivize people with money but that you know that doesn't get somebody like me what gets somebody like me is service to others being going out and you know giving me an extra week off to go serve somewhere maybe you know in a different city or a different country or whatever and then really understanding your view of yourself in and your in and your in and, and the whole world how you see the world and how you view yourself um a lot of things that we really just do don't suit us Mm -hmm. and we have to get beyond that and really start to understand like what are our strengths and go down that route that's the the biggest route we have to go down to is that that route of self-awareness and what are you really good at can and they? well you really have to start the the belief with you really have to convince yourself that you don't have to be good at everything
0: Mm -hmm. and kind of go going along with this question and it's kind of what we do here at the center for victory but how do you start to identify your strengths and what you're not good at, your weaknesses and, and cautions.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the ways we get to it, and you can get this on the website too. I mean, you don't necessarily have to go to our website. Yeah. Right. You can do it in other ways. Uh, we've just found uh, a really a series of assessments that really helps that really understand what drives you. Right. We use uh, the predictive index for that. What What are your needs? What are the behaviors? How does that manifest in your environment? And then a deeper look i was, i talked about it before what what your passions are what you're really passionate about what gets you motivated to do that and understand that and put it together with that and then one that really goes deep that we use with a lot of our coaching clients uh, referred to the attribute index really takes a look at how people view the world uh, but how they view themselves and that's the big thing because you can have all this you know we can talk about wiring and things like that But if you're not confident and don't have a self-direction towards your strengths, Mm -hmm. you're always going to fall back and feel like you need to be better at something that you're really not good at.
0: Yeah. And can you give us a story? Because a lot of people hear about this idea of, I feel like an idiot at work. I come to work. I'm de-energized. I hate what I do. I feel like a complete moron versus somebody who comes and it's like they're clicking on all cylinders, Tell us that story about how you felt like that idiot at your first job and how you, you turned that into becoming a genius at what you do.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, the first real job I guess I, I had that, that wasn't close to my home um, was between my senior year of high school and, and my freshman year of college. Because at at that point in time, my dad uh, worked in a steel mill from Pittsburgh, so lots of steel mills at that time, no longer, but lots lots then. And because he worked there, as long as I had uh, enrollment in college, I got to go work there. I was really excited about that day (laughs) um, because I was used to working on the farm. And, you know, working on the farm, hot, laborious, uh, I mean... And you didn't make a lot of money. yeah. So it was a huge bump in pay, almost felt like winning the lottery. I go in the first day and the first job they put me in is right next to hot molten steel. And you have all these cranes running overhead and and everything like that. And it's like, oh man, I have to be careful. And at that point in time, you know, I knew I wasn't the most careful person, mm-hmm. um, but it started to show immediately. Yeah. Uh, not only was I not the most careful person, they're, the people that worked in that department weren't talkers. So that was like straight <laughs> one. <laughs> I just wore them out like after two days. They're like, kid, man, go find something to do. Talk to something. Yeah. Right? And they, they didn't talk a lot. And, and you know, it wasn't a hard job. I mean, it, it, you had to make sure things were right. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but you had to wait between steel pours. And, and sometimes that could be hours. Yeah. Right? And and you know one day it caught up to me I was about 28 29 days into it and I was trying to do things too quickly and I wasn't paying attention over my head and all of a sudden uh, one of those crane hooks caught me and uh, fortunately I caught it out of the corner of my eye because they're really large I mean I caught it out of the corner of my eye it's you know it hit the side of my face uh, and you know took some teeth out and everything I mean I Virtually ate out of a straw for for the next two months, out of that. But what happened after that was I started feeling like an idiot because uh-huh. of that mistake. One, it almost caught me, it cost me my life. It would have hit me head on. It, you know, the story's over. Unfortunately, I, I caught it out of the corner of my eye. But I, as the as the days went on, I got pushed to different positions because obviously I couldn't handle that one. Not only did I feel like an idiot, I was started getting treated like an idiot. Mm. And some of it was just my own head trash because it was it was really embarrassing, and uh, I bounced around to all kind of different jobs in that mill. But then I landed on the one that like was like ooh, it was the most labor intense position in that mill. Uh, but there were people like me. They talked. I didn't have to worry about all the safety issues. Now I had some safety issues. It yeah. didn't all go away, but it wasn't this overwhelming piece, and it. I just got to go, 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 go all day. And what's funny about that, and it just took about a period of 30 days. I went from feeling and being treated like an idiot to all of a sudden feeling and being treated like a genius mm-hmm. because I was in something that suited me, but I was also around
0: uh, people that were like me and understood me. That's that's really cool because I think I'll, you know, growing up, that's all I heard mm-hmm. was, okay, here's your strengths. That's good. You're good at those, but focus on your weaknesses. You want to become... What they used to call it, be a well-rounded right. leader, well, and, and you know what we call that? Yeah, mediocre. Mediocre. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy to be mediocre, especially yes. in
1: our culture. I mean, it's because it's you know you can be mediocre, uh, and a lot of things that still look like you're you know, you're doing a lot, um, but it, it's just mediocre. It's yeah. not
0: great. So, last question as we wrap up: What are some areas that you've seen that helped you grow? And to really focus on your strengths.
1: Biggest thing is get fear out of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are just so afraid to jump into that, and I and and I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I think early on I was, and still sometimes, I, I get that way. Uh, it's it's always, you know, in kind of playing in the background. What I mean by that is that that piece that's easy being mediocre you get around people that are mediocre and it's like, don't shake the status quo. It's just how it, that's how it is. Um, but once you take that step of really getting whatever that fear is, just getting it out of your way, you know, start, things start happening, right? When you start really embracing who you are, what your passions are, what your motivations are, it it really starts blossoming into something. And, uh, you know, that, that's the, that's the biggest thing it's really just to, to kind of get that out of the way. There are a lot of people that come in and start with us in a coaching mm-hmm. uh, aspect. We you start looking at yourself and, and one of the things, the only reason they fall out is they get to the point where they start noticing who they are and all of a sudden that fear comes up and yeah. it's like, ooh, I probably could do something and then that's when back off it, it, it's it, yeah. it's crazy but it, we've seen it happen time and time again I've seen it happen for years um, but once you figure that out build the confidence around it right build confidence around your strengths and build direction around them you know that's uh, and, and there's actually there's one other thing to really get better invest in yourself yeah. and the, the easiest way to do that is to lead yeah. really take the time to invest in yourself invest in your strengths keep going that and and the other thing there is get around people who support your strengths and what you want to do and not people who tell you you can't do it That's or good. you shouldn't focus on it or, hey, let's just be mediocre. And, and really just stop trying to do
0: what everyone else is doing and really just just do you. Yep. Right? So as we finish up, give us some some bullet points, um, really big takeaways that you, people can just get, get on the ground and start running yeah. with.
1: I mean, these, this was kind of easy. Uh, know who you are. So search, you know, do some soul search and take a walk. Get to really know who you are. Create who you are. Start creating that. Start creating that environment. Invest in yourself and your development. Also invest in, in that confidence piece. Um, next to last thing is get around people who are going to support you through the good and the bad. Right? Really pull you up. And, and lastly, just know this. I mean, you're perfect the way you are. Yeah. You know, and you preach that all the right? time. Stop doing things that you suck at. I yeah. mean, that's like the KFC version, right? <laughs> stop doing things that you suck at and just do things that you're really good at. They get you going and passionate. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, we have to do things that we're not good at because we have to eat. Yeah. But you know, the more, the more you can turn right and do those things that you're really good at and stop turning left, you're really going to make those weaknesses irrelevant.
0: Yeah. And I want to leave you guys with this quote from Peter Drucker. He says, The task of leadership is to create an alignment of strengths in ways that make a system's weaknesses irrelevant. That's a great way to end. That's a good one. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for staying tuned to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Leave a comment in the section below. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on making your weaknesses irrelevant. You could also uh, follow us on all social media and at centerforvictory.com. But we wanna leave you with this, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make make this your your best best day yet. yet.